The following podcast is protected under the laws of the United States. Any attempt to duplicate, redistribute, may be met with civil persecution, criminal prosecution, and the wrath of the tall man. And this is 90 for Chill, the podcast at C2E2 Night 1. So... The Poetic Critic is probably still uh, celebrating or partying down at the karaoke since she wasn't at the Channel Awesome Movies We All Disagree On uh, panel. So that's two years she's missed. Uh, We skipped last year's to go and see the Mystery Science Theater 3000 live. And what was that movie? Oh, well, it's kind of difficult since I'm using the Podbean app uh, to make this recording, and it's going to be a one-take thing, I hope. So, yeah, it was a Paul Verhoeven, not Paul Verhoeven, oh, sorry to curse that man's name, or dare refute it. It was a uh, Roland Emmerich movie, uh, which just was made in Germany, English language, but, oh gosh, it was like avoiding all the pop culture, not pop culture laws, I mean copyright laws, <laughs> being shot in West Germany. I mean, It's a real piece of garbage, and I would imagine that if you watch it, you just realize that Roland Emmerich, director of Independence Day, is nothing more than a hack. So... It's kind of nuts saying that his best movie is probably Universal Soldier with Jean-Claude Van Damme. With that said, this podcast could use a lot more Jean-Claude Van Damme. But I digress. Um, I can always refer to Gregory Carl for that one. And I have a co-worker, or at least I think there's still a co-worker, uh, who's had quite the influence on the show, actually. Um, very much... Um, helped make Kodiak Thompson the nerd that he is. So hopefully I will, I mean, if anything, this just recording a podcast on my iPhone in the uh, Marriott Marriott Marquis, which is a fine hotel. I like that the TV allows streaming. But then again, I would kill for a refrigerator. What are you expecting to do? I'm supposed to pay six bucks for a bottle of water and right now we're coming up on the three minute mark and i should go and say that or just make sure we all know that this is 90 for chill the podcast i don't know right now if i'm gonna save them all up and release them one at a time or yeah i'm sorry i'll confuse it's been a long day i was uh finished a nine day work week before going into uh c2e2 i had to drive after doing a 10-hour shift at best buy and had to drive to morton illinois to pick up the poetic critic that's the poetic critic on letterbox to uh drive up here we left around just after 7 a.m we probably both went to bed i know i fell asleep before two um the edible you gotta be careful like i bought edibles that were pride month themed and yeah sativa man um very much an indica guy and i could probably use some melatonin so 
But again, I digress. I still got to figure out what I'm going to do for food. I got a bottle of water. That kind of drive kind of left me with uh, no time, or my schedule kind of left me with no time to actually pick up stuff in advance. You know, it, it's kind of nuts. We really do need to get can at least a supermarket per 20,000 people, i.e., Walmart and Morton stay open 24-7. Um, yeah, to um, accommodate people who have to run late. Jeesh. And, you know, people who just don't like dealing with people. You know, it's all automated tellers anyhow. Not tellers. Tellers? Oh, nah. Automated um, checkouts anyhow. So, again, I digress. So, I'm definitely a little worn out, and I got 19 minutes uh, before AEW Rampage starts. So that's something I would say. They don't really seem to encourage a lot of nightlife in downtown Chicago, at least at this convention or the Trust Arena. Like, it's almost like, gosh, convention centers just suck in a sense. Because I used to work at the I Hotel in Champaign, which is right next to the State Farm Center. This um, McCormick place is right next to Wintrust Arena, and I was kind of curious. Oh, are the uh, Chicago Sky playing today? Because it it's nice. You could actually, I mean, how they designed that Wintrust Arena, it would have been awesome to see it from the outside back for uh, Revolution in uh, 2019. No, sorry, 2020. It's very confusing because as nerds know a uh, group that was big on anime today so i don't know how much they know um with their panels brought up the fact that c2e2 has not missed missed a year uh because the last c2e2 the 2020 c2e2 just took place two weeks before illinois shut down and then of course we had uh, c2e2 last december and I guess everything's course correcting now. So, but as for the con, my experience, um, well, Read Pop, their app absolutely sucked. It ended up being a big con for them to get my Facebook information. So, you know, shag, freaking, good thing I'm sober. <laughs> shag Mark Zuckerberg even further. I mean, you could put Shag on a movie poster in the United States. I don't think I'm being too offensive. And Lord knows, I don't know how much editing I'm going to be able to do with this. And gosh, I hope it's, like, phone is at least charging. I hope. Oh, I'll get the 10% notice at any time then. So, yeah, it's, um, so, you know, I'm spending the first 90 minutes of this uh, con I mean, waiting for the first panel to happen that I saw, which was Channel Awesome, um, just doing a panel to promote themselves, um, which was a lot of fun, a lot of silly questions, in all honesty, a lot of people who pay a lot of attention to the channel. You know, for me, it's kind of like, uh, I'm going to hit their booth tomorrow in Artist Alley. So it's like, drop the card, try to get them on the podcast, or gods know I could use the promotion. I mean, if I got to buy another autographed Nostalgia Critic picture, I suppose I can. If it's different, change your face. Um, 
your headshots. Um, but yeah, so that's a fun little panel. The next panel I went to was um, by the uh, Nerds Know, and it was a anime panel, basically subs versus dubs, and we didn't really even address the the debate. It was more of a history lesson, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, it's just more for me. It's like you call yourselves nerds, no, and you got your dates wrong on Transformers the movie nineteen eighty six and how the death of Optimus Prime. There is a review for Transformers on ninety for chill the uh, ninety for chill the website ninety for chill dot com and main event the dead dot com. Again, digression. So. Spoiler alerts for Transformers. The so what is it? Transform the Transformers the movie, which is officially a Marvel property. I think uh, Disney is happy. Shout Factory has that. Maybe even Paramount. Like your main character is Hot Rod. Okay, this is right around the time they live was gonna go out. So, you, Judd Nelson great pick no offense but it's like no the only answer is roddy piper and i don't know why i gave uh what kind of freaking accent that is uh kind of um definitely not chicago but uh uh trying to combine canadian with uh chicago again i'm not an actor so i don't know if i can offer channel channel awesome anything but so yeah they got their years wrong on transformers and the transformers the movie and gi joe the movie the big thing is optimus prime gets killed in the transformers movie to pass on the energon energon basically the idea is passing the torch there we go nice phrase and the transformers i guess i'm recommending it i should go back to my letterbox if i haven't already put it down the letterbox is cm darth and mark it up two and a half um but i mean it's orson wells last movie i believe leonard nimoy is your primary antagonist because they killed megatron too I mean, he's reborn, but... So he got it better than uh, Optimus Prime. I mean, they killed everybody. And yeah, that was entirely done just to sell the new toy line. So... And that's what they plan to do with G.I. Joe, the movie. So they killed Duke. But what they were talking about... Censorship and um, being a main cause for the worst dubbing is how they just dropped lines of dialogue where nobody off screen about how oh no duke's just in a coma despite he's got a snake spear driven through his heart and i don't think he would have had that much dialogue i would have really loved him to at least have a ruby rose john wick 2 moment john wick qualifies for 90 for chill the podcast anybody up for that and uh, there's a 10 percent battery message so let me try to do this again no I think it's a power issue it shouldn't be I think 
All right, now we got the charge. Okay, and I got 12 minutes before AEW Rampage. I am watching that show, so fudge everybody who says, oh, that's not going to be long for this world, especially Discovery+. Plus. And with the Discovery um, merger with HBO, I don't really mind it. Oh, we're going to get less new stuff. Like, how could you go and cancel a 90 million movie that cost $90 million already with Batgirl? It's like, yeah, they got to take it to post, so they're not going to throw any more money at it. It wasn't their money that they spent initially, so can you blame them? And it's like, my older sister getting worried about the licenses, which could be problematic. They might lose Studio Ghibli. Granted, I've bought most of it, so I'm ready. Fiscal media forever. That's a tattoo idea I'd like to get. It's basically a VHS tape with just in the um, title box. Just write SP for life. Standard play, mother lovers. <sighs> so, um, yeah. So, but it's a it's a fun. It was fun. Um, that that uh, panel. Uh, as I say, I just wish they would have gone and let us go a little nuts, but. I do a podcast, which is essentially a historic documentation. So let's tell the story my way. If they want to tell their story my way, I mean, their way, I can't blame them. And that was the next panel I went to was actually um, how Toonami saved anime, which it did not. And they were very clear that it did not. But again, they got their uh, facts facts a little jumbled. I think Toonami may have occurred before the time warner turner merger but no turner already owned hanna barbera so basically toonami was started to push those shows and throw in a couple old classics um, which were initially voltron and thundercats so again it's just those little details it's like no you're but it you know basically it's a good thing it wasn't a podcast because i'd be yelling in the car and i'd like to reserve my shouting and my car to cursing guaranteed rate field which i don't which has kind of been lame since one i don't have anybody to appreciate me cursing a guaranteed rate field but i don't even want to get into that alley drama there it's bad enough i can't find any patches for her um, for craft works that you can find at Ali's Accessory Shop on Etsy.com, which, not .com, it's on Etsy, Ali's Accessory Shop. Um, I do post plenty of links on the um, websites. I operate 90forchill.com and mainrendofthedead.com. Easy to find the shop, but yeah, it um, needs a little work. Um, so, yeah, but again, digress. And I guess the big thing, though, tonight was ending it with another, another Channel Awesome panel. So they don't have any more panels the uh, rest of the con. They got it all done tonight. I, as I say, I'll go and visit them in Artist Alley. Um, and basically, movies we all disagree about. And, you know, there were some bad takes. Like, oh, Willy Wonka is worse than Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because... Raul Dahl was totally disrespected. Raul Dahl's a freaking racist. Like, I, I, I'll stand for For Your Eye, not For Your Eyes Only. You Only Live Twice. It's a racist movie, but 
It's James Bond, ninjas. I think I probably bring it up on the rest of the They Live podcast, which will come out, um, you know, soon. I it 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 I drop I cut it off right at a great moment. So believe me, just stick around for that one. Um. So I mean that that was the worst take I think I wish I could have been a little more vocal but these guys are definitely in control of what they're doing the channel awesome guys Uh, I really only know the nostalgia critic uh, Brad and um, the cinema stop I watch a lot of cinema stop videos I really think we should have focused more on um, Lloyd during the first channel awesome pod um, panel I digress. So I, but at least, I mean, I went up there and it's like, huh, you know, I can really talk about critics, I guess, because I think I'm good enough at selling about any movie to anybody. And I didn't want to get, do something boring like uh, Hail Caesar, where I had a coworker. So that's the only movie she walked out of. And honestly, late Coen Brothers movies, uh, 2000, I mean, right after uh, No Country for Old Men, pretty divisive, I found. I don't like A Serious Man, but it's not because it's not a good movie. It's just so freaking authentic. Like, the Jewish guilt is like, no, I, I'm... I think maybe I saw it when I still flirted with religion. I just didn't need that. Um, so, but as I say, good movie. I know I had a coworker who said, oh, Hail Caesar's the first movie I ever walked out on during i should say and it's like i don't know what you you just don't get it <laughs> freaking millennials what can i say <sighs> as the majority of my guests are millennials late late millennials they don't know what they're talking about you gotta be 25 at least i think for me to understand you <laughs> so Okay, better try to wind it down. So my movie that I offered um, was, and I guess, let me back up, like, the movie that I, like, really wanted to be more vocal, it's like, there was a microphone that wasn't being used that was right next to me. I know the juice was on. It had to be on. I could have just said, you know, about cats. Like, the fact that the special effects look like Buffalo Bill decided to make a suit out of felines instead of you know fat chicks or was she a big fat girl yeah oh that's that's another controversy i don't know if i'll have time to get into it i only got five minutes before and probably less than that because i gotta find the freaking channel on the tv all right so so the movie i offered up because i know it was critically panned and understandably why was life force um as i say the cinema snob is the guy i watched the most and he picked up on it right away and i had to sell it then to uh the nostalgia critic and the rest of the crowd uh except for a guy in the back of the line like oh represent (laughs) good fellow pink pink big pink shirt um you know, just like have to, as I say, have to sell life force to these guys. And it's like, all right, naked vampire, rom- space vampire roaming around London, zombie apocalypse, 
Steve Railsback, I think was the name of the actor, but more importantly, is making out with Patrick Stewart at one point. I, it's just so batshit. It probably drove. It probably is the reason why Canon, the Canon Group, eventually went under. Superman Four probably didn't help, but it's like, eh, it wasn't really their money. But not to say they had a lot of money. So, um, yeah. So you know, uh, Brad Jones, this uh, nostalgia critic, looked at it and uh, on the IMDb, you can put naked boobs on movie posters like the big thing about life force and it's still like that because i am tempted to buy it's a shell factory so why am i tempted just buy it you have your digital copy already on itunes because it's again it isn't they live (laughs) it's not a good i mean it's an entertaining movie can't really say good but i love it and uh very english and it's toby hooper the guy who did texas chainsaw massacre it's just a movie i do like to go and actually see again i got my holes i'm not going to deny that so three minutes left so yeah uh otherwise the big thing for me was i sent out a tweet because i um addressing uh the marty and sarah crew marty marty and sarah love wrestling is their podcast great listen and because they talk about wrestling gear a lot, so and I think they've brought up the fact that oh, Ronda Rousey kind of looks sloppy because she doesn't wear pantyhose into the ring with her gear, and it's like, okay, you want sloppy? See cosplay with women who aren't wearing pantyhose. Like, I'm sorry, I've seen way too many curdled calves on camis. That's easy to fix. Pantyhose. I know the summer might be a bad time for it. But, hey, I'm just throwing that out there. And if you're a guy, again, bring up Bret Hart, like, as um, something they've talked about. The guy wore underwear, tights, singlet, briefs. Oh, no, so I guess it'd be layered. Underwear, singlet, tights, briefs. So he was not going to offend anybody on television person who would love to do that is mr perfect so this isn't a wrestling podcast but it's something you know i should bring up the gregory carl who's going to be the guest as i say i just don't know how i'm gonna get this all figured out and released because yeah i have monday off um to at least unwind from everything but you know it's i gotta get back as I say, I don't know if I'm going to have the co-worker I was talking about. Um, some corporate bollocks. I hope he sticks around. Uh, we have both got screwed by banks. Busey in his case. So I'm going to hit, you know, Reed Pop, Busey, Marine Bank. I guess they're never going to sponsor me, but come on, Manscaped, make up for it. So, yeah, and, um, you know, Sarah Joy Shockey responded to that tweet just being very diplomatic. You know, no, just let the girls do what they want. Have fun. And no, cosplay is an art. Let's do it right. That's all I'm saying. Gosh, I had an argument with a girl on Snapchat that just doesn't watch movies. Like, real interesting girl. Just, you know, can't get her to commit to a pod. But, um... Like, I mean, trying to f- video game nut, trying to find stuff. Like, well, I've seen the Tekken movies. Like, Gary Daniels, Carrie 
Um, Hiroki, Kerry, Fukuyama. Oh, gosh. Again, it kind of sucks that I just have the phone. I'm watching everything record, but I don't know. So, yeah, I'm just like, we were arguing on Snapchat about, like, there's a right way to make a steak and that food can be art. And, like, I don't know. You can't win me on a take of, and that was a comment on my Twitter feed, like, this is one of the worst takes I've ever seen. It's like, <sighs> so we're at nine o'clock right now. So I got to get to the, to the wrestling. Like that's kind of nice that there isn't at least that got that going on for me. What am I going to do tomorrow? I'll probably have to take uh, the Podocrito off to, um, the hard rock. But, uh, unless he's going to go and find a cab and do sugar, like, uh, it's too pretentious. Don't give me Kardashian-funded bollocks. Just because... Oh, and you get a glass great glazed in icing for your milkshake. Which you're paying $20 for. Like, yeah. So, um, yeah. Otherwise, as I say, ReadPop is crap. The app was nothing more than a scam to get me to give up my Facebook information. So... I'm hoping they do me a favor because they've heard about it multiple places now. And, um, yeah, so I'll do my Captain N cosplay tomorrow. I'm dealing with the fact that one of the pairs of shorts I bought lost a bump, lost the button. So it's like, oh, great. So not a big deal. I just don't like going Bret Hart, um, you know, with a, because I primarily got tank tops. It's the summer. Um, and long 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 pants you know uh i mean i love i'd like to get into my uh hot topic stinger jeans all black classic high school russ but uh yeah it's just kind of a frustrating a lot of frustrations and i think you know as i say i'm just trying to wind down now so uh hopefully mance warner makes things interesting uh beats John Moxley tonight to get a title shot, but uh, yeah, we will go from there. Hell, I might get to watch Battle of the Belts, so I think I'm making the best of it. So, thanks for letting me look on the brighter side. Um, thanks, Stacia Harden, for looking after my ass. I mean, there's basically ten days no breaks so far, and probably another two. Um, but you know, you're looking after me. I hope I'm in doing you proud and i hope you're still doing the best for everybody you touched in your life so um yeah i don't know if i'm just gonna patch all these together just play around i guess with pod bean if this works out nice the recording sounds good we'll just go and um you know they might have me for another year despite quit promoting ben shapiro and joe rogan their podcasts don't need it I don't need it. Let's let's be responsible and not promote garbage. Because, you know, 70% of the people in this country know it is. So let's just knock off the rest. So, uh, 90forchill.com. I guess I'm signing off right now. Uh, if you want to be on the show, send an email to rustthebus07 at gmail.com. That's R-U-S-S-T-H-E-B-U-S-07 at gmail.com. 
just say you want to be on the show and I'll work with you. As for uh, my hot takes, that's at CatBusRuss on Twitter, at C-A-T-B-U-S-R-U-S-S. So thanks for um, tuning in so far. I'll see you, and we'll see if this is a one-off, or I'll be back tomorrow. Thanks.